Please note that the following podcast includes discussions of crimes and violence. It may contain graphic descriptions that could be disturbing to some listeners. The show also features talk about the consumption of cannabis, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Yay, so yes, yay for audio upgrades. Hi, Linnea. <laughs> I have a microphone now. I can hear me. Yeah, I can hear you better. Doesn't sound like you're obviously not in the same room as me. <laughs> it's nice and cool. Yeah. Well, it's cool. We'll see yeah. what it sounds like on. Oh, you'll notice the difference. I can hear the difference already. It's That's a cool. big difference. This, so, this was my Christmas present for my family. Yep, it's a good gift. They like me. <laughs> so, are you you prepared for the the fuckery that is David Parker Ray Part Three? Part Three, yes. Episode forty, what? Six. Six. Forty-six. Woo woo. That's awesome. Yeah. And we're only about a month and a half away till our one-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. I had a friend reach out, ask me um, like where to find the podcast the other day. Yeah. And then uh, she messages ready. She's like, by the way, I love that you're ice fishing. Like, <laughs> we'll have to do that again. Absolutely. I'm totally down for that. That except, was pretty fun. Except this time it'll be in a tent. Yeah. Well, I'm. Fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Watching you shove your arm down a hole. In- <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> oh dear. Catch a fish. That's even worse. That doesn't help it any. You just keep digging that hole deeper and deeper. It's <laughs> awesome. So bad. See this. Oh, I love it. Where'd you find that? I have a whole package of dumpster fires here. Can I have some of those? You know it, girl. <laughs> um, I think my favorite, though, is uh, <laughs> hot mess inside, dumpster fire inside, a train wreck. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh my god. I'm guessing the strongest steel is forged in the fire of a dumpster. Oh yes. So we've hit another milestone, by the way. So we just surpassed 2,000 downloads. What? Yep. Shut the front door. Yeah, so... That like made my skin like... What? That's amazing. 
We're so weird. And I love that people love that. <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, they like it enough for at least there to be a few habitual listeners that actually listen every week. So, yeah, that's super cool. <laughs> thank you, everyone. Yes, for downloading and listening and sharing. And yeah, so cool. So really? Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So uh, last week we had our break with Santa. And this week we're back to the shit show. But it's the last part of the shit show, I yes. promise. It's no more of David Parker Ray or Ray Parker? Parker? Parker Ray. DPR. Down to... No, that's not the right... Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah, so last time we left off with Cindy uh, when she was talking with police and actually bringing forth all this information. So some of the stuff she said was she told the police that David had told her uh, he was doing this long before the two of them met. So he'd been doing it for years and years and years, which makes sense because they were only together for eight months prior to being caught. Ew. Yeah, gross. So um, uh, she said that he even had told her about the first woman he had killed. Uh, that he had been around 20 years old at the time. And the girl he had kidnapped had been of school age, so a teenager. Mm-hmm. He had taken her and tied her to a tree where he then raped her before strangling her to death. The whole experience um, he found arousing, which is disturbing. So uh, his victim of choice uh, were usually sex workers because usually no one was looking for them Mm -hmm. uh, if they went missing and they were easy to abduct. And even then of those uh, of those, he leaned towards women of either Asian or Latino backgrounds. Mm -hmm. So he used to live in fence like New Mexico, raising cattle on his farm And while there, the FBI had actually questioned him in regards to some women who had gone missing in the area. So the FBI had received information that David may have been part of a human trafficking ring. Well, that would probably add up with all of the um, things that he's been into. Yeah. So according to the tip, David was kidnapping women with the intent to traffic them. The tip had been given to the FBI by his very own daughter, Jessie Ray, or Glenda Jean Ray is her actual name. Uh, Unfortunately, nothing came to this, uh, so it came of this, as the FBI did not have any evidence to prove that this was true. What? Yeah, there was no actual evidence. So So, she turned them in, but they couldn't... No, they couldn't do anything because they had no information. Uh, So after the FBI investigation, oh, sorry, say David bragged about this to Cindy. Okay. Mm -hmm. So after the FBI investigation fell through, David moved around for a while, uh, even spending time working on oil rigs up in Alaska. And during all that time, though, uh, David kept kidnapping women after using a police badge to do so. It was a fake badge, of course, but it was believable enough to do the purpose he wanted it to so yeah david revealed uh to cindy that he had killed at least 30 women over 40 years 
and he told her that some of their bodies could be found in various states, such as Texas, Arizona, and Alaska. He had what? very yeah. So he had very a very strict process um, to stripping the women of any identity, um, of any identifying things uh, that could uh, somehow link back to him. Uh, he would take their clothes, their jewelry, and any items with their names on it, such as an ID or name tag, whatever. So that's some of those 401 items that you can find. Pieces that he was collecting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he told Cindy about different ways he had killed some of the women, including how some of them had been shot in the back of the head. Also, being as David was a mechanic... He was good at engineering and designing things, so most of the items in the toy box were made by David himself. He had designed a set of leg spreaders that would push spikes into the women's legs if they tried to force their knees closed. Uh, he had even created a glove very similar to the iconic Freddy Krueger glove with real blades. So, does a oh. <laughs> hug your children for fuck's sakes, please. Oh and I don't give them bags of porn as yeah. a parting gift once a year. No, no. This is yeah. wow. Okay. So that isn't even bad to some of the toys he made out of PVC pipe. Yeah, it gets worse. Like I'll be glad when this one's over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, so good point for yeah <laughs> so one was very large in length um and he had melted nails into it like near the base uh in a fashion that would cut and tear the user or should i say receiver the nails were around the base of it so would cut or tear the outside of the body or the inner thighs but it gets worse oh my god <laughs> yeah David had made a device or form that when a woman was bent over it and strapped down, she would be on all fours. Mm -hmm. So David liked to host parties and have his slaves strapped to this device. Uh, sometimes, and this is where it gets really fucked up, um, he would spray a breeding scent on them and let his German shepherd have its way with whoever the victim was at the time. Uh, he warned his victims that this would happen in that tape he played for them when they were first gotcha. kidnapped. Um, that's in the transcript. That's he goes into very great detail about he that does. specific part, and it's fucking disturbing. Graphic. It's super graphic. Yeah. So again, caution if you decide you want to go out and read that transcript or listen to it, just be prepared. Shame on you if you're going to a fucking party like that. That's not a party, first no. of all. No. Lee, shame on you. Oh my God. People, oh. Yeah. So Cindy okay. said that David enjoyed photographing what he did to these poor women, but she also said that his meticulous ways meant he would destroy a batch of photos after a certain amount of time had passed. So that if he was ever caught, there wouldn't be as much evidence um, or ways to identify victims. Yeah, so like completely erasing them. Like, mm -hmm. 
So David also kept detailed records about each victim, much like your doctor's office would keep on you. Mm -hmm. So very similar in a lot of the information he'd keep in there. Cindy claimed she had never been present for any of the women's murders. She did own up to participating in their kidnapping and assault slur. I think any part of that you're involved, period. Whether like, yeah, oh, crap. So David refused to talk to the police. His coworkers were beyond shocked that uh, David was being accused of these crimes, as they knew, uh, as they knew him to be an amazing and helpful person. So they had no idea that he had this dark side. His boss was so skeptical about the charges. Uh, and that David was, wouldn't, he didn't think he was capable of something like this. So he, when he put, uh, when David was arrested, his boss put him on paid time off while he was in police custody because he really believed that he had nothing to do with this. It's not insane how many cases there are of like serial whatever's and they are like charismatic and in the community and nobody would ever suspect them and like mm -hmm. just makes you like look at everybody twice right five times no kidding christ yeah so uh david parker Ray's sister was not surprised as she had already tried to tell on him and we talked about it in the first episode mm -hmm. um about how messed up his thoughts and journals were when they were kids. But again, nobody had believed them, but she wasn't surprised. So police even approached uh, David's son to see if he could get his dad to talk. But even despite not having an actual relationship with his father, he could just not agree to turn on his father. Like he still was somehow loyal to him. So in David's journals, he kept detailed accounts of his victims, but left out their names. He would even keep track of how many times he performed different acts of rape or torture on each victim, like a messed up scorecard. The news went viral about David and Cindy and what they were being accused of. And one woman in particular saw the news and came forward to police. That woman was Angelica Montano. So, uh, back on February 17th of 1999, Angelica was invited by Cindy to come back to their place after hanging out at a bar. She was uh, an acquaintance of the couple, so didn't really suspect anything. Like, she didn't have any feelers out for this stuff. Right. So, yeah. So, when she got to their place, the couple ambushed her, drugged her, tortured and raped her before eventually leaving her alive on the side of a random highway where she was eventually found by police by a police officer. But because she couldn't really remember all that happened to her, nothing was really done about it. So this was about a month before Cynthia was taken. Okay. Yeah. So after finding another survivor of David's, uh, the FBI decided it was time to release some of the images in hopes of identi identifying some of the women. One of these images showed a woman with a swan tattoo on her calf. So very distinctive. Mm -hmm. They found a video with the same woman in it strapped to the homemade gynecology chair. And the FBI asked that if there was a woman out there that had that this tattoo, um, that they would love to talk to her. Mm 
obviously, right? Mm -hmm. So they did this um, in hopes that they could find another victim um, mm -hmm. who may have been released alive. And amazingly enough, a woman by the name of Kelly Garrett came forward. She was shocked by the video. Um, and back when the video had been taken, Kelly had actually been friends with David's daughter, Jesse Ray. The two had been at a local bar drinking when Jesse Ray roofied Kelly's drink. DPR, David, uh, and Jesse put a collar and leash on Kelly and brought her back to David's property for two days of torture and all the extras. Uh, after that, David attempted to slit Kelly's throat and leave her on the side of the road for dead. Somehow, though, Kelly survived the attack, uh, but both Kelly's husband and the police didn't believe Kelly uh, believe her because she couldn't remember what had actually happened to her. Mm -hmm. So her husband accused her of cheating and filed for divorce. So, yeah, so Kelly did remember that she had been raped, though, but not much else. So David achieved the memory loss in his victims through a combination of drugs and hypnosis. Mm -hmm. uh, so Jesse Ray, uh, how long had she been helping her dad, right? Because mm -hmm. remember in the tape, DPR would play for each of his victims. He said it was had been created in 1993, right. and it is now 1999. Um, and in the tape, he mentions that him and his lady friend have a few hangups. But David Parker Ray and Cindy had only been together for eight months when they kidnapped Cynthia and were caught. So was Jesse Ray helping him this entire time? Or did he have some other girlfriend that we else. don't know about? Ooh. So who was he talking about in the tape? Jesse Ray? And then I also wrote down here, what the actual fuck? That's a good point, actually, because I never even caught on to that. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and there's no mention of any previous girlfriends. Right. Not in any of the research I could find. So did he have one and then he'd kill her like the rest of them? Or is it always been Jesse Ray? Well, yeah. Maybe she had no choice. Who knows? Well, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Jesse Ray was arrested by police on April 6th that same year. Um, because now they know she's involved. Mm -hmm. Uh now, Jesse and her lawyers offered information in exchange for a reduced sentence. She testified against David at trial, and she claimed that it was David who introduced her to kidnapping and torturing women. She said that at first it bothered her, but she still did it because she was obsessed with her father and she wanted to please him. So, yeah. Narcissistic piece of shit. Yeah. But soon, and this is within the first month of moving in with her father, she helped abduct several women. Uh, Cindy had said that she knew for sure that David had killed at least 14 of the women. Uh, she said that only a handful of the women abducted were ever released. Wow. Fourteen for sure. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, Cindy told police that David said he had disposed uh, of the women within Elephant Butte State Park. Uh, he also told her that if he disposed of them in the lake or other bodies of water, he would would have removed their insides so the bodies wouldn't uh, bloat with gases and float to the surface. He had thoroughly thought this all the way through. 
was close a ranger too, so he probably had a place to get rid of. Or he at least he would know the areas that aren't frequented very much, so less likely something would be seen. Mm-hmm. So Cindy said that the other people uh, had also that other people had also been involved, and she na- uh, named Roy Yancey. Uh, was the fourth person who had helped or participated in the sick and twisted plans to do what they did to those poor women. So police brought Roy in for questioning and Roy was a little bitch and fessed up immediately. (laughs) Good job, Roy. Thanks for being a bitch. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Police told Roy uh, what Cindy had claimed and he just opened up like Niagara Falls. Just well, that probably heavy on a person to have to keep hidden when your life is on the line well and you'll see why it it's heavy you'll see why mm-hmm. so he said he was wasn't involved in all of the murders but had once been forced by david to murder one woman the woman's name was marie mary parker uh and marie and roy had actually been dating at the time that's sick fuck you are yeah um and at that time and had attended a fourth of july party at david's so david had drugged marie and he made roy help him drag marie to the toy box david then forced uh roy at gunpoint to kill marie by strangulation david and roy then buried marie's body in monticello canyon so that's north of uh uh the town that they're in oh um new mexico truth and truth and consequences Mm -hmm. yeah so so it's north of there actually looked it up on google maps okay yeah it's a very monticello canyon Uh uh-huh yeah pretty much straight north okay yeah so Roy even led police to where he remembered them burying the body, uh, but they didn't find anything at all. So Roy had actually suspected that David would, and now not finding anything there was pretty sure Ray uh, David Parker Ray did uh, dig up Marie's body and move her to a different location. So, well, he couldn't take that chance that Roy, Ray, Roy would turn on him probably. Yeah, because obviously Roy's a little bitch who can't keep a secret. Well, that's that's good, Roy. I hope your mother taught you not to keep secrets, but you should have said something sooner. Yeah. Um. So just days before Roy was to testify in court against David, he all of a sudden quit cooperating with police, and he claimed, uh, he like was recanting all that he had said. Hmm. Yeah, he claimed to receive a note uh, while in jail saying that rats die in jail. And guards were sure that somehow David had got this note to Roy and intimidated him into not cooperating. Oh, my heavens. That just shows how much influence this guy had. Mm. So Roy pled guilty and received 30 years in prison for killing Marie Parker. So Cindy was all they had left. And in November of 1999, Cindy all of a sudden uh, was recanting all of her statements to police as well. Apparently, David had somehow managed to get numerous love letters to Cindy 
in the women's prison um, and had won her over to where she took back everything she said. No fucking way. So Cindy ended up receiving 36 years in prison for the abduction and torture of both Angelica and Cynthia. Uh, Kelly then testified at her own trial because they because they had him for Angelica, Cynthia, and this Kelly chick. Okay. Because that's the only ones they knew their identities. Right. They didn't know the identities of any of the other women. Okay. Um, so they were, yeah, so she testified at the trial about her. Um, and she asked the judge that David not get the death penalty. She said this because she wanted him to rot in jail. She didn't want to him to have the nice out skis of death. That's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. So David's lawyers were trying to claim that all of the consensual acts, uh, all of this was consensual acts of BDSM, claiming that all the women had agreed uh, to it in exchange for drugs. Yeah. So unfortunately, the jury couldn't come to a unanimous unanimous decision, and a mistrial was declared because I guess. His lawyers were somewhat convincing to some of them. So the next trial uh, was then for Cynthia. And there was more uh, more hope for, of a guilty verdict as Cynthia had been coherent through her entire experience. They hadn't actually drugged her that entire time um, and therefore could recall more information. During trial, right before the jury is set to deliberate, David's lawyer stood up and said that David wants to do a plea agreement. Um, he said that he would plead guilty to all of the remaining charges, and if they, uh, as long as they would release uh, Jesse Ray with time served for her part in this. Because I think by that point they'd been in jail for like almost two years or something. Not long enough. Yeah. Um, so the court agreed and sentenced David Parker Ray to 224 years in prison. Uh, so Jesse Ray ended up serving two and a half years in prison for the kidnapping and then was released with five years of probation. So in May of 2002, David decided after finding God that he would talk to the police finally and open up and tell them everything. Uh Literally just a couple days before this was supposed to take place, David died in prison from a heart attack. That was only eight months after receiving his sentence. That's, that's just no bullshit. It's not that that's yeah, that is some straight up bullshit. Yeah. What? I can't I'm like, what? Why? Oh, that's not, that's not the, that's not fair. No, not really. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, fuck you too. It's like Dude. flip the table. Fuck this shit. Like, right. Well, I hope it was painful at least. Hopefully, but chances are. Meh. Not painful enough. That's wild. 
Yep. Sorry. I'm just like <laughs> No, it's it's kind of like when I read the part two, I was like, well, that's crap. It is. <laughs> that's a dumpster fire right there. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh he's... Lenny the Lemming. <laughs> Tell your dog I sleeps. <laughs> Boop, 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 boop. He gives zero fucks right now. Where's his where's his face? It's here. What am I looking? What's shiny over there? This is yeah. his collar. This is oh. the back of his neck, and his head goes down here. Okay. Oh, there hey. it is. Hi, buddy. <laughs> oh, it's little ears. <laughs> best, best pet. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> cool <laughs> yeah so that is David Parker Ray the toy box killer <laughs> never to be heard of again because he's gone this, a, this story will be retold and retold and retold yeah it just like uh... Like, you want to believe that people are innately not bad. Truly. But then there's bonds of Satan like this that walk And then there's this shit. And you're like, well, what the fuck? Who do I believe? What do I trust? Nothing. Zero. (laughs) Maybe I want to go back and take the other, the blue pill. (laughs) (laughs) I fucked up. I fucked up. Yes. So now I'm I'm going to pick something that isn't that for next week. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Next week will be New Year already or what? Yeah, it'll be uh, the first day of next year. When this comes out? Yeah. Happy New Year! <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. May all your New Year's resolutions last longer than just January. Or whatever do you baby <laughs> that is true <laughs> i'm gonna have to beat my nickelback goal again mm-hmm. that's gonna be a a hard thing to do i think um i learned that he has a a hockey arena in his basement that's cool and so mm-hmm. canadian it's not even funny mm-hmm. michael buble was some being interviewed on something he's like you're so canadian and he has one in his basement and he made the he made the comment well I know somebody even more like Canadian and yeah. Oh, Chad yeah. Cougar from Nickelback. <laughs> I was like, hey, <laughs> I know who that is. But does he actually live in Alberta though? Probably not. I doubt it. Be hard to go home. Can we, can we Google that? <laughs> I bet you can. <laughs> I'm looking right now. <laughs> I'm sure they have some sort of fan male, fan girl page. <laughs> oh, he used to live in Abbotsford. Well, that's cool. Where does he live now, though? <laughs> Origin, Hanana, Alberta. 
Is this recent? Oh no, that's well. Oh yeah, it it was up for sale. The one with the the ice rink in the basement. Oh okay, it was up for sale back in two thousand seventeen. Oh well, so then he doesn't have it anymore. Oh, in Abbotsford, the one. Yeah, mm. that's that's where the one with the ice rink okay. was. Hmm. Hmm. No, nothing says you're rich without like you know like having a ice rink in your basement. I don't even like know if skates fit on my feet anymore after children. To be a hundred percent honest, but if I had that kind of like disposable income, I might just build an arena just to look at. <laughs> That's fair. Mine would be an indoor heated uh, horse arena. horse arena, though. Yeah, that I prefer to actually. Maybe we could do both somehow, <laughs> or a gigantic fish tank that I could go uh, fishing in. It's mm-hmm. stocked with walleye. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Is it still for sale now? No, I doubt it. Hmm. Brooks and Calgary. Huh. I'm still searching the internet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ten years ago. These are not updated. No. In the least. Probably though, California a safe bet oh probably Mm -hmm. i realized today Mm. i like to wear my my manitoba winter boots yep the the tall ones and i've had them they were for christmas seven years ago oh yeah i gotta get the bottoms on mine done we can do that yeah well, technically, mine aren't the Manitobas. Mine are the Laurentian ones, oh, which are years. which back then were the same style and oh, design okay. and the same bottoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yes, you can take the bottom off of the one I have, and you can replace it as long as you know somebody who knows how to do it. Oh well, that I don't know. However, <laughs> <laughs> oh, see there, I can get a new pair there on sale. Sorry. I was just very excited about that because we haven't had any snow here yet in this. Not really. Very soon to be dry summer coming ahead of us now. Yeah. I did. I did go out on Sylvan Lake and punch a couple holes, though. Like walked out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We we, we parked on the outer edge of the ice and then walked our little butts out there. There hasn't been even like a week of minus 15. No, I'm surprised. Like. There was, it was almost a 12 inches. So not how, bad. What does it need to be to drive on? A little more than that. <laughs> <laughs> to would, safe, safely do it. I wouldn't even be willing to. Like, dri- oh, there's oh. a few people that have shacks out there, but they're, they have them just off of the shoreline, like sitting on maybe three feet of water max. And everybody else, anybody that's out further, it, they've walked out and they just have a tent up. So but even that, I'd be scared. Yeah, the tents are light. I'm, yeah, that's true. You can fling them around with one hand if you really want to. That's what she said. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> Your face totally froze on the screen there for a second. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't the connection. It was me. Oh, it's you. <laughs> that was good. You tricked me. 
You have to <laughs> pet him and he doesn't care. His ears, he's like, bloop. Little Yoda, Snoop Dogg, Lenny. I'm just poking him and he doesn't give two craps. Oh, he's quite. Oh, now he's like, look at his eye. He's like, hello. <laughs> I'm trying to bug him. Yeah. He's tired. I understand. I had a house, house full this week of extra kids for a night. It was fun. Oh, yeah. It, it was rambunctious. <laughs> Like six kids, ages six to twelve. <laughs> Quite the All gap. Of, uh, well, no, there's in between, and <laughs> but yeah, the age gap though. Yes, it was pretty, pretty good, but it was fun. They just are very excited to play together or hang out or whatever it is that you call it when you're ages six to twelve. Yes, age gap. Play. I think they still say play. Is it a play? I think so. They were playing anyway, so they had fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, other than that, not a lot going on. So, yeah. 46 comes out on today. Well, today, future <laughs> past crap again. <laughs> we're in the past telling you what's happening now in the present. But it's the future for us. For us, it's we're in the, the past. Because we're in the past and you're presently listening. <laughs> Holy fuck. <sighs> you're welcome. <laughs> Yay. If we confused all of you, that's okay because we are too. <laughs> I'm not confused. I'm living right. I'm living in the present. <gasps> Which, if you're listening to this, is our is future, but your past <laughs> in your present? What? Oh yeah. my god! Time is a fucky thing, man. <laughs> man. Yep. <laughs> All right. Oh, you drinking Sunny D? Your mom's cool. <laughs> my mom. Yeah, Justin bought these. He he likes these. Oh. Duh. What? They're not. I think you like them. I don't mind them. I don't like them that much. <laughs> My one friend in school, if she didn't want hers, I would trade her food for this. That's beautiful. I think I did that too when back in the, the day. She, she used to also get uh, so delicious. Oh, in the, the little <laughs> fruit snack packs. Yes, those are amazing. So I really liked it when she got sick of those, but she didn't tell her mom, so she kept getting them. So she trade them with me. That's awesome. <laughs> I miss so delicious. Those were good. I bet you can find those somewhere. The no, States. they don't exist anymore. Like at they, all? They sometimes quit making they bring them. Stuff, oh, sometimes they bring stuff back and weird. Well, that is one thing they need to bring back. They brought back Dunkaroos. Right? Dunkaroos are crap compared to so delicious. I would. I will agree with you on that. I will eat Dunkaroos for now. <laughs> However, yeah, I won't even eat them now. I'm an adult. I can same. go buy a whole tub of icing and just eat that. Because oh, we shit. all know that's the only reason why we like Dunkaroos. It was the icing part. It wasn't the cookie. It was the no, it was 
definitely not the icing. No, no, no. You I mean, mean the cookie. cookie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did it all for the cookie. <laughs> the cookie. Come on. <laughs> Isn't there a version of that song sung by Cookie Monster? Uh, probably. We should find it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I did it all for the cookie. The cookie. You can take that cookie and shove it in your mouth <laughs> i don't know the song <laughs> oh yeah there is awesome. i did it all for the cookie <laughs> it won't work no, it's not working for you. I can't hear it, no. But that does yeah that's on youtube <laughs> that's amazing so you can take that cookie and stick it in my yum stick it in my yum <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you cookie monster yeah. <laughs> oh she's got thoughts I like it <laughs> yeah you saw me pull out the notebook didn't you yeah <laughs> there we go are you putting a dumpster fire sticker on your microphone hell yeah but I'll leave room for my traveling beaver also. <laughs> oh, yeah. You must put that on there. <laughs> what does it say? It says, what a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, that's all I got. <sighs> that's It was nice to see you. Yes, you as well. <laughs> we um have to go on the ice and record here. Oh, at some point. We got to do it. Canada yeah. would smarten up and get its winter to show up. Yeah, that'd be great. Like a consistent winter mm -hmm. and a constant winter-spring situation. Yeah, I think somebody's fucking with the weather machine dials or something. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me anymore. Oh, God. <laughs> Nothing surprises me anymore. That is... Yeah, well... What is it? What a world we live. What, what a, a time, time to be alive. <laughs> Time to be alive. Okay. Well, that was fun and informative. Yes. Don't, don't fucking kill people, please, guys. Like, it doesn't need to come to that. No. No, seriously. Smarten the fuck up. That's all. Just be like Lenny. Sleepy. <laughs> and, cuddly, and looking like you're half stoned all the time. Oh my fucking look at his little face. He's like, well, excuse me. I did not tell you that you could oh there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hello. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, excuse me. 
Every time he Yeah, every time I stop, he like looks at me like hello. <laughs> oh shit, sorry. <clears throat> Gross. The eyes closed. Eyes open. Hello, that's eyes my pet. Closed. Oh yes. Eyes uh, open. I don't. He's actually like rolled up looking at your hand too. <laughs> yeah, he's a love bug. Yeah, he's pretty old. fantastic. Good choice for you. Well. Okay. Stay. Lifted. Woohoo. Hey, wait, did we flip that around this time? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> did we? <laughs> you wouldn't do it the other way. Yeah, don't you stay, say stay, and I go lift it? Stay lifted. No, that doesn't seem right. I think you do the lifted part. (laughs) I'm going to have to listen to, like, a previous episode and see how this goes. Whatever it is. Do you, baby? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Thanks, Linnea. Okay. Hey, I know I know where the button is this time. That's what he said. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> he actually knows where the button is. 